Hello, and welcome to the Yale Journal of Biology and Medicine podcast. My name is Ellen, and today I'm your host for this bite-sized research highlights episode. And today I'm excited to be discussing an interesting study published in our Antimicrobial Resistance Focus Edition of the journal. The study I'll be discussing today looked at the possibility of whether we can use inhaled bacteriophage therapy to treat antimicrobial resistant acromobacter infections. So in other words, infections that are due to a bacteria, acromobacter, which is resistant to multiple forms of antibiotic treatment. I thought this was an important and interesting paper because it addresses quite a relevant challenge in the world of biology and medicine, which is antimicrobial resistance. Before we summarize an interesting study led by Francisco Wintig from Yale University, let's first talk a little bit about how antibiotics typically work, as well as what it means for bacteria to become resistant to antibiotic treatment. Antibiotics are drugs that are used to treat bacterial infections, and they work by either destroying the bacteria or by preventing the further growth or replication of the bacteria. Of course, Different antibiotics can operate in slightly different ways to actually target bacteria. Uh, some disrupt the functioning of the cell wall, leading to bacterial lysis, basically causing the bacteria to sort of burst. Um, other antibiotics can interfere with protein synthesis, and um, protein synthesis is essential for bacterial growth and replication. So by targeting protein synthesis, antibiotics can stop bacteria from growing. Kind of similar, uh, some antibiotics prevent bacterial DNA from replicating. And again, DNA replication is essential for any sort of growth. And by interfering with this process of DNA replication, uh, antibiotics can prevent the growth of bacteria. This all sounds great, but an issue with antibiotic use, particularly when they're used inappropriately or used too widely, is that bacteria can develop resistance to these antibiotics and can essentially become more resistant to treatment. Antimicrobial resistance is a special challenge for individuals with cystic fibrosis. Patients with cystic fibrosis often experience lung difficulties, including things like coughing a lot, frequently getting lung infections or other form of respiratory uh, symptoms, including sinus problems. And more and more research seems to suggest that some of these symptoms might be due to a bacterial species called Acromobacter, which seems to cause these chronic airway infections. Acromobacter poses a particular treatment challenge, given that it is uh, resistant to multiple antibiotics. So clinicians often then face difficulty in treating respiratory symptoms uh, among cystic fibrosis patients because of this bacteria. So is there a way of dealing with this antibiotic-resistant bacteria? How can we then treat these symptoms in cystic fibrosis patients? Well, according to research led by Francisca Winzig, published in our 2022 Antimicrobial Resistance Edition, the answer might lie in bacteriophages. So what are bacteriophages? Bacteriophages, also known simply as phages, are viruses that infect and replicate only in bacterial cells. Fun story, when I was at Trivia Night this week, one of the questions was actually about bacteriophages, and I learned that there were an estimated of about uh, 10 to the power of 31 phage particles on our planet. Um, this translates to about a trillion phages for every grain of sand that exists in the world, which is remarkable. Uh, so these viruses, these phages, can be found almost everywhere that bacteria exist. So in soil, in plants, in animals, oceans, sewage, 
And bacteriophages actually already have quite a long history of successful clinical application. In countries like Russia and Poland, since about the early 20th century, they've been used in treating bacterial infections. But here in the United States, there's only more recently been increasing interest in what is called phage therapy. So using these uh, bacteriophages in clinical treatment is something that researchers are now starting to look at more and more. One reason for this interest in bacteriophages for treating antimicrobial resistant infections is because of several characteristics of the phages that make them quite well suited to treating bacterial infection. Firstly, um, phages can target specific bacteria much more precisely than antibiotics. Antibiotics, in contrast, can end up causing what the authors refer to as collateral damage, where the bacteria is not the only part of the microbiome that ends up getting affected. This also partly contributes to the evolution of resistance among bacteria because antibiotics are not so specific. A second important characteristic of phages that makes them useful for treating bacterial infections is that they've co-evolved alongside their host bacteria for millions of years. So in theory, new phage therapy candidates can be discovered quite quickly if we know what the host bacteria is. In today's research article, Francisca Winzig and colleagues wanted to see whether two newly discovered phages could be used to treat a chronic lung infection in a 39-year-old man with cystic fibrosis. As I said, phages can come from anywhere, really. And in this study, the phages had been isolated from sewage samples in New Haven, Connecticut, which is where uh, Yale University is, where this study was conducted. The patient was administered the phages through inhalation or uh, nebulization, and there were several interesting results. Firstly, within 10 hours of phage administration, the growth of Acromobacter was substantially reduced, uh, only among the bacterial strains that were infected. The uninfected strains showed what you would expect uh, in terms of pattern of growth. So the bacteria that weren't infected by the phages continued to grow as normal. What this suggests is that the phages were effective in infecting and disrupting the growth of Acromobacter and within quite a short amount of time, so again, within 10 hours. Uh, the second set of results in the patient, uh, there were reduced acromobacter populations in the saliva and mucus, and his respiratory symptoms seemed to improve. So specifically, the patient reported fewer problems with sinuses around the nose, which was one of the main symptoms he had reported at the start of the study. The researchers also wanted to look at how stable the phages were, in terms of storage, which is really important to consider in terms of clinical implementation. For a treatment to be useful and practical, of course it has to work, but it should also be relatively easy to store and transport. So the researchers found that the phages that were quite stable at low temperatures, as well as up to 49 degrees Celsius, uh, which is well beyond the human body temperature. So that's quite promising. One of the caveats that the researchers highlight is that there was some evidence of spontaneous evolution of host resistance to the phages. In other words, there were some spontaneous mutants of the bacteria, the Acromobacter, that developed resistance and in doing so, as a result, uh, became more dangerous after the phage treatment. The authors suggested that more research is needed isolating these specific genetic mutants that are developing resistance to phage treatment, so that if phage therapy does end up becoming more widespread uh, in medicine and clinical implementation, we don't face similar issues that we face with antimicrobial resistance. Overall, these findings are exciting, I think, and suggest that inhaled bacteriophage therapy could be an effective way of treating antimicrobial resistance acromobacter infections. It is important to say, however, that the FDA 
has not yet approved phages for widespread use as drugs in the US. So we're currently relying on the results of very select clinical trials, and in this case, uh, in the case of this study, on a single patient with cystic fibrosis. So much more work definitely needs to be done to explore the utility of phages in targeting acromobacter infections, in particular isolating the spontaneous genetic mutants that might contribute to phage resistance. We thank you for tuning in to the YJBM podcast and for listening to this episode of our bite-sized research highlights. If you'd like to read the full paper on treating acromobacter infections, head on over to the YJBM website. There you can read much, much more on how the researchers actually isolated the phages and prepared them for clinical use, as well as some of the further results, including uh, specific genetic results like whole genome sequencing. Much more detail is available in the paper itself, so I recommend going to read that if you're interested. If you're interested in other research related to this, then do go and have a look at some of the other wonderful articles in our antimicrobial resistance edition. We'd also like to say that our new edition is out, it's fluids, so head on over to the website if you're interested in that as well. Thank you for tuning in to our bite-sized research podcast, and we hope that you join us next time for more. Goodbye!